Hey there, it's your girl Cynthia B, bringing you Relationships Are podcast, looking at those relationships that mean the most to us. So if you've got a brother, a sister, a mother, a friend, a frenemy, then this podcast is for you. So grab a cuppa or something a little bit stronger and enjoy the conversation. You are listening to episode 14 of the podcast and I am joined by the beautiful Liz and Natalie who truly believe that their friendship was a blessing from God. They've only been friends for about two years but in that time they have grown, um, seen so much, done so much and just find their relationship to be such a blessing and we talk about this in the podcast, we talk about God-centered friendships, we talk about um, self-love, we talk about expectations and all the things that comes with friendships. So sit back and enjoy one where Liz disturbs Natalie's summer plans. Do you know what I was saying to my friend this week? I was like, if only somebody else could work out for me and I could mm-hmm. just take the benefits of it, that would just be that would just be incredible because it's just yeah, it's not the easiest. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's not the easiest at all. Um and so yeah, so how long have you guys been living together? It's so weird to explain it. Yeah, so this house here is our official house that we both lived together so okay. from September yeah till now but then if you want to not count lockdown for three months kind of thing yeah but then hey. before that you moved into my flat last summer yeah. for the whole summer for the whole summer and then okay. we moved there into this flat yeah so that was the reach and then where, where what month was that um like May so basically I was living in a studio yeah, last year Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but the year before. So, I was living in the studio last year, and then towards the end of it, there was like issues and stuff. So, I basically had to move out. And um, okay. I didn't want to go back to London yet because I was obviously still like doing my degree. So, yeah. Natalie and Loretta, so our other friend who lived with us in this flat, offered for me to stay there because Loretta was going back home because she'd finished her university, oh, okay. finished uni that year. So, um, I was like, great, okay, cool, I'll move into Loretta's flat. So then that's when I moved in with Natalie and it was just really a blessing in disguise because that's yeah. when we became really close. Because yeah. we're obviously all yeah. friends before, but then it was obviously just me and Natalie one-on-one in that flat. Mm. And then it was just the best summer of our lives. <laughs> oh, no, I think I can put that in the questionnaire. One of the best memories, I think I put the reach. I think so, I, yeah, yeah, yeah so when we became close, yeah, literally. Yeah. It was so good. So, yeah, so we lived there. And obviously at that point, um, I wasn't too sure where I was going to live this year. And then they okay. just worked out perfectly that we all just decided to live together mm. this mm. past year in this flat. And it was great. And I'll meet you next year. And I'll ask you next year. Yeah. yeah. So it all really worked out. It really has. It's nice to look back and nice. see how sort of effort it was that it all came together as well. Exactly. Mm. Just sort of fell into place, which was nice. Yeah, really yeah. good. It's so true. And because it's not like, because I was thinking about it, because you guys, you said you've been friends for about two years. And so, so you, you only started living together within like maybe your first year of friendship-ish or our first year in a bit. Fast. Yeah, our friend, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, you're looking back at like, living fast here. Really quickly. Like, like, we made friends with you, I think about a month later, she was on holiday with us. Yeah, literally. It's, but it's like, I usually, because like, when I think about all my other friends, they're all my friends from like home and I've been friends with them yeah. years, like since school. So it was just funny how like, I don't know, like becoming friends with Natalie, it just all slipped right in. Like it was just like yeah. friends for years. Like, I don't know, a month later on holiday, a month later moving in. I was like, why, literally, why are you coming fast? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Slow down, man. Maybe too fast. She was like, I like these people. In fact, I like, I'm going to come holiday. Literally. I'm going to move in. Do you know what? Holiday is a big commitment because it's like you're spending, it's hard because it's like such a concentrated time you're spending together. And definitely if all of you guys want to do different things, I know I've been on holiday with friends where it's been tricky because one friend wants to do this, another friend wants to do that. And if you're not kind of united in a way, it can be so tricky. How was that for you guys? So like your first holiday together? I feel like, so our first holiday was actually our friend Loretta's um, birthday. So she had a bunch of her different friends. So then I kind of just was invited that way almost. Yeah, it was was quite a big group. It wasn't like a small, it wasn't a small group. Yeah, it was big. Um, So I guess, yeah, I get what you mean, but it it wasn't... um, there wasn't that many disputes because it was so big. And because it was based on her birth, it was sort of like, birthday girl, what do you want to do? do yeah, so it was yeah, like, okay. Yeah, it okay, that's yeah. good. So that was no, it worked nice. out fine. It was only for like a few days. Yeah, well. it was literally like, yeah. Because it was during the time. academic year as well. So it was yeah. just, okay. it was literally like a long weekend, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, which was quite nice. We went to Barcelona and that was lovely. Mm. Oh, um, Barcelona is lovely. So yeah, it was just like a nice, chill, fun holiday. I'd say. Yeah. Um, that's so good. And the funniest thing is, I feel like when we first became friends, because we met at church, mm-hmm. and I feel like I didn't really know you guys that well. And then you and Loretta were living together at the time, and they mm-hmm. invited me around for like dinner and to do all oh, this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is really sweet. Like, I don't really know you guys, oh. but I'm more than happy to come along. And I felt like yeah. little things like that just kind of just got us closer mm-hmm. and closer, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And then it was just dinner parties after dinner parties after dinner parties. Yeah, and all we do is cook and eat. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what bonds many friendships together. Food and friendship is just the best, the best thing together. What do you think brought you guys, like made you guys connect so quickly? Because, you know, there are sometimes people you meet in life that you connect quicker with and some people where mm. it's kind of a slow burning kind of thing. What do you think it was for both of you guys? I feel like it's where we were in our journeys. Yeah. Because I always think like we were on like the same kind of almost spiritual journey. <laughs> I don't know what to call okay. it. But like, I feel like we were making a conscious decision that we both wanted to get closer to God. Mm. And okay. um, we just happened to be like, I don't know, on similar journeys in that sense. Mm. And it was like we were doing it together, which was really, really nice. Yeah. So obviously I said that we both met at church. Um, but obviously Natalie doesn't come to my church. She goes to another church. So okay. it was quite nice that like she'd, you know, invite me around for dinner parties and we'll talk mm. about our faith and like, you know, the Bible and like mm. our lives and, you know, just talk about ourselves and what we want to kind of gain. From. When we first invited you, it was, uh, we sort of organised this little thing where all the girls would get together and we would talk about our faith and it was just sort of like, mm. it was like an open space kind of thing. Yeah. So that was originally like, oh, we're doing this thing. We've called it this. Do you want to come? over and nice. I think that's what sort of started it all and yeah. I think just because that was our first initial initial like foundations of the friendship mm-hmm. because you're also sort of like connecting on that deeper level like straight away everything yeah. else sort of follows yeah exactly yeah. so it was, it was nice and I feel like it was nice because our I feel like our friendship was God-centered mm, and I feel like that was a difference between like a lot of our other friendships yeah, yeah. friendships mm-hmm. so it's just like I feel like we kind of left it to him and then it kind of was rooted in a strong foundation. Mm. So it was just yeah. able to flourish so easily. Yeah, and that's then beautiful. Like, together just me and you, you have no choice. Yeah. That is so good. And I love that God does that. Like, because I, I do believe there's certainly some friendships that we have in our lives that God has put them in that place to kind of encourage us to grow us or to get mm-hmm. us to that place that we kind of need to be. Um, and it doesn't matter if you've been friends for like five minutes, 10 minutes or a year, it mm-hmm. can be so profound and it can so kind of, 
you know, um, look back and go, wow, like I've grown so much in that time. And this friend has helped me along that journey kind of thing. And that's such a blessing. And I think definitely for uni as well, because you meet so many people um, and you make so many friends and acquaintances. um, And I think as the kind of closer you get to kind of finishing uni, you realize actually who your true friends are and who your just acquaintances and people you just kind of hang out with. How have you guys found like friendships within like university and, um, and uni and stuff like that? So when I came here, my friend from home, Loretta, who we was living with this year, she was already here for a year. So I think with, when it comes to friendships in uni, I sort of came and slid right into her friendship group. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all a bit nerve wracking, things like that. I lived in accommodation, but I didn't really branch out other than that. I was sort of, Okay. Friends, well acquaintances of the girls in my flat mm. and then because I had Loretta and her friendship group I just sort of stuck onto it mm. so her friends became my friends and it wasn't a I had to go make my own friends kind of thing so the fact that when yeah, you yeah. Up, it was just I think it was just effortless I hate sort of going out and nice. like forcing friendships and things mm. like that yeah um but yeah now we've got a few friends I think they're going to be yeah friends mm. for life kind of thing from uni and then a lot of outside acquaintances yeah, that will just have love for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like for me, um, obviously I came to the city and I knew no one really. So mm. for the first year, I was very much about like making friends and just putting myself out mm. there. And I think that was great. Mm. Um, but then obviously like there were sometimes I felt like, you know, I loved my uni friends and everything, but it was hard when they didn't share like fully this, my same like faith and morals and mm. stuff like that. So um, as, as close as I was to them, there were some things I couldn't relate to. So I think for my third year of uni, that's when I started attending the church that I go to now. And mm. um, I made a lot of friends from church. And then that was also the year that I met Natalie. So then it was like, yeah. oh, great. like God's really like, you know, giving me friends that I can relate to on a deeper level. Mm. Um, so I feel like that was kind of my experience. So I did have friends and I loved like everyone I was hanging out with. But then mm. I felt like I had to take some time to get closer to God. And then once mm. I did, he like brought me friends that Christian, yeah, Christian friends pretty much. And I feel like yeah. that, was really helpful and so um thinking about obviously because you guys living together like I think there's certain things that with friends that you can can either hinder or um add to your friendship and I think living together can be really tricky were you guys a little bit kind of like obviously that first summer that you guys spent together were you a bit like oh like is it gonna work is it not is it gonna like make our friendship a little bit different because I know there's some people that I like who have been my friends that I've lived with which has been fine and some that has like not been good Rock for our friendship it, it at really all. Up, yeah yeah you know what I mean make or break, isn't it really? yeah I feel like yeah. maybe moving in I was like hmm, I wonder how it's gonna be but then also my mindset moving in was like it's only temporary and then I was in like I'm here for me <laughs> like, I didn't realize like a year later I'd actually be living with her mm. and stuff like that yeah like, just us as well and then also planning to live with each other like for the season yeah I did not see this coming so yeah. like I don't know I don't feel like I had too many reservations if that's the correct term but um yeah. I was gonna say oh it also helped that I think we had our own things going on so she was okay. working I was working so it's not mm. like we're both in a flat like 24 7 mm. nothing to do yeah like, we very much had like busy schedules like if I wasn't mm. at work then you know like I'd be doing something with church and stuff like that so we're very mm. much like doing our own things if that mm. makes sense but yeah I was like oh you know what because I love 
the flat at the time mm. and it was so homely and um when Lorette was leaving I was like oh, that's myself I cannot wait I was like I'm gonna have I'm along. yeah I had my whole summer sorted to just be on my own <laughs> and I was like I could just be antisocial my flat there was a certain to me that I was like darn it darn it but I had such a good time that yeah but yeah my first initial thoughts was like gonna have to socialize <laughs> but yeah because you said that doing we had our own things going on as well and yeah like the friendship you don't have to we could be around each other and not socialize kind of thing yeah, yeah. really chill good and I feel like it just worked yeah like, it just I, worked. nothing yeah. really sort of came in between us yeah and it's so funny because it's true like you know you can't live with everyone or anyone yeah. rather and I don't like, I don't know I don't see an issue living with you I don't know if it's because we have our own things going on or mm. that we don't have to be like I feel like it's not a high maintenance friendship that's good it's very yeah. easy I feel like it's very mm. easy even, even now it's I don't think there's many there's nothing really yeah I think because we're both sort of similar we're both faffers yeah well. I feel like if, if there was if there's because I faff a lot so living with someone who doesn't faff a lot can be like <laughs> get it together because yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're both just like we're, just, we're very chill people yeah, well, well, that's what it is we're very relaxed we're sort of like flow through it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much that's so. good and so did you guys um, have to communicate quite a bit like with certain things like I don't like this or I don't like that or did you kind of feel like because you had such a great connection earlier on and you kind of are similar that you just didn't need to like communicate certain things, you know what I, I mean? I think we had to communicate because <laughs> Natalie doesn't like, I feel like you've gone so much better now, but yeah, like, she, she really didn't like computation at all. Okay. And for me, it was just like, way. I love to like speak about things and just nip okay. it in the bud immediately. Yeah. And Natalie wouldn't. And I'd be like, hmm, if you're upset with me for something, I'd want to know so we okay. could move past it. Yeah. And I feel like she wanted to kind of like hold back as much as she could from like addressing a situation. So like, yeah, so she could avoid it or like just like really try to like hold back and address the situation. Mm-hmm. Whereas with me, it was like almost everything I'd be like, I'd want to address it because yeah. I just didn't want any issues. So I feel like yeah. I feel like now we know each other so much more that like she's aware that like, you know, that's how we deal with it. Yeah, we're gonna deal with it. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna deal yeah. with it. So and that's how we, we do now. Yeah, I, mine was yeah, exactly that. And that, that's the first thing that came to mind. So it was the first thing that sort of we differed on. Yeah. Okay. But then again, I feel like you need that because you can't both be at each other's throat all the time, all the time. Yeah, time. Of course. And you can't both just avoid it and it just be under the carpet and not mm. spoken about. Because yeah. it creates more animosity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very much in, in my mind, I, I'm, I always just felt being like, I'm just processing it and how I feel about it. And then when I'm ready, I'll come to you. But then yeah. you won't come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never ready. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think just time goes on and it gets worse and worse. And I'm just like, oh, it's past now. Mm-hmm. So I sort of needed that being like, right, this happened two minutes ago. We're going to talk about this now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And then, so yeah. it did really help. And I feel like on the flip side, I almost learned to like pick my battles a bit better. Because mm-hmm. I felt okay. like for me, it would be yes. every little thing I had to address and then it's almost mm. like oh it's not that serious like do you know what I mean <laughs> every little thing and yeah. for the most part like just knowing someone's heart so I feel like I know that mm. like, I know who she is and like do you know what I mean when I have that in the back of my mind like oh I know that it's never like malicious intent mm. or she's not a mean person or she's not a bad person yeah. so for the most part it's, it could possibly just be miscommunication or the mm. way I'm perceiving something um yeah. yeah I feel like when you know your friend really well then I mean, you can't, you don't get angry as quickly because you just you mm. always give them the benefit of the doubt because you have their best yeah. interest at heart. I so love that with what you said about you know her heart because I think it, it can be tricky in some friendships because I, I think like, because um, from doing this podcast, I've had a lot of conversations with different people, different friends, and I'm learning a lot of things. Mm. And I think I've realized that 
I think what upsets me in friendship is when people don't know my heart or I feel like you should know who I am. I feel like we've been friends long enough. You should know who I am. I would never do that. I would never, et cetera, kind of thing. And I think that's, that's hard in friendships. I don't think it's, it's easy um, at all to like really know somebody and just accept them as they are and just kind of be like, you know what? I know she's not doing, I'm not going to take it personally. That's kind of what you did Liz, in a way. You step back and you're like, you know what? I know who she is. I know who Natalie is. I know she's this kind of person, that kind of person. She's not doing it on purpose. Maybe she was annoyed, maybe this, maybe that, et cetera. Um, and I don't think we step back a lot of times and do that within yeah. our friendships. And I think if we did, we'd have so much more better friendships. We'd have so much more fruitful yeah. friendships. And it's great to see that both of you did that. Same with you, Natalie, where you were like, okay, you know what? I know that it's good to kind of like, you know, do it the way Liz kind of does it she's doing it for for that kind of reason where she just wants to clear the air and make sure we're kind of very okay so it's good that you both have kind of got that within your friendship and I, I don't think a lot of people get that and as soon as you guys did as well like within like one to two years you know what I mean kind of things the friendship yeah, we which is we sort that out straight away and <laughs> because we live together as well we spend a lot of the time with each other as well so it's mm. just like it could only run for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real, to be fair. And now it's the sort of way that I deal with things as well, not even just in our friendship. Like, mm. I'm way more confrontational in my other friendships as well. That, I mean, you need to address it, otherwise it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. I think, yeah, as you said, it's so important knowing the person's heart because especially in friendships and relationships, like, you expect them to love and treat you uh, the way that you would love and treat them. But you have to sort of understand that we're all different people. Mm -hmm. So you're going to receive and perceive things differently and give love a different way that you'd receive love. So it's just understanding how people sort of need to be loved, I guess. We're learning. (laughs) We're learning. So what have you, (laughs) what would you say you guys have learned from each other's, um, from just each other, really, generally, generally? That's not even a word. In general, <laughs> what have you guys um, learned from each other? You know, what I've learned from you um, about like health. Like, Aww, so she's really, sweet. she's really into like fitness, and you know, she studies nutrition and stuff. Yeah. So like, I've been so much more mindful about um, what I eat mm. and what I literally put in my body. Like, I'm very much right. more mindful of that now, and I don't think I would have been as much before. Of course, I don't mm. shout about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. everything yeah. you eat, and I'm like, do you know that? That's not good for you. And a lot of people have said that to me that they stopped eating McDonald's. Yeah, but um, I think one thing I've learned from you is, is what I said previously. I'm definitely more confrontational now because mm. of our friendship. I'm a lot more honest as well. Like, it's not even just in our friendship. There's other friendships and relationships where I find myself being more truthful and honest about how I feel mm. and. Like, able to communicate that better instead of just keeping it to myself it's like you know yeah. what I'm going to tell you how I feel yeah. and we're going to work on this yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely another thing so good to have that what would you guys say is something that you value in friendships not just for each other but like in other friendships as well that you have with people what do you value in friendship I think accountability okay I value like and not and I don't when I say accountability I don't just mean like them telling you what you've done wrong and mm. you do then I also value being able to kind of come openly and honest to someone to be like, look, like, this is where I'm at. This is what's happened. or This is how I feel. What's your kind of advice or what do you, how do you see the situation? And obviously they can, you know, give their advice and you'd obviously want to accept that advice. But then I think also the openness of like allowing your friend to do what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. So rather than policing your every move, you you must do Mm -hmm. this. Be more so like, okay, well, I know you, I know your heart, and I know where you're at. This is what I would do. But obviously, if you don't do what I suggest, then I'll love you anyway, and I won't judge you. 
Have you yeah. experienced that like in friendships before? Definitely. Yeah, definitely, sure. definitely. Like I think both, both sides as well. So honestly, and I, as you said, it's all just about knowing their heart. There's, I have friends that sort of will give advice, but it's, it's, it's because that they care for you so much mm-hmm. that they take it personally if you don't, if you don't take it necessarily or if they um, handling a situation a way that they wouldn't. Yeah. Obviously, the way that you advise, you think it's the best way, especially looking from an outside perspective. So you think, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm giving this advice as a, like coming from a place of love and I care for you, but you're not taking it. It's like, whereas they would take it personally. But um, I've also, yeah, our friendship, I feel like you do almost, you can give your advice and your opinion and your sort of support, but also sort of allow you to make your own mistakes as well at the end of the day. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel I like with us it. a lot as well, I feel like it's always very much an open forum because I feel like we do, mm-hmm. obviously we are Christians and we want to like, you know, what does the Bible say about this? What does the word say about mm. this? But at the same time, we kind of, we almost leave room for error because okay. we're human. So it's like, so I never feel, I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, but I feel like I get embarrassed a lot. So that is my worst thing. Like I get so embarrassed. So like, it'll take some courage to like be like, okay, um, this is what I've done or this no. is what's going on with me right now. But then I always do feel like I can tell Natalie because it's a safe space. Mm, so I know it's good. not going to ever come from a place of judgment. It's just like, mm. oh, well, I love you. I want you to do better. So this yeah. is my advice. And I'm just as much of a mess as you are. So. Yeah. So we're just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, I did that too. I did that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, definitely. You know, I was, I was going to say honesty as well. Okay. Honesty and I guess loyalty as well a little bit. I know they're sort of the fundamental things. They can be missing. Quite yeah. <laughs> Even though they're it's just true. bare minimum. A lot of friendships don't actually have that. Mm. Um, I feel like and everything else comes after that I mean as long as Mm. I feel like when you value someone you show that through respecting them in your honesty and in your loyalty and Mm. I think that is the most fundamental important thing because you can have laughter and you can share all these things in common but if you're constantly disrespecting each other then it's not going to work yeah yeah that's so true and you do see that in some friendships and you just think like I don't understand like how you can still be in that friendship when that person's Mm -hmm. not treating you the best um do you think something that you guys mentioned actually about self-love do you think that's something that's essential in terms of friendship um this is something that I spoke with somebody in our last podcast as well and they were saying that you know if you don't you don't have love for yourself how can you kind of love others and do you think that's something that's important in friendship as well most definitely like we're the biggest preachers of self-love and obviously that's not to say that we've got all together because we're still Mm. working on that and on our own journeys but yeah, I feel like, as you know, you just mentioned, like, it's so hard to give out love if you don't love yourself because mm-hmm. you're that's the first person like you're you should love. Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you how can you give that out if you don't know what that looks like? And I also think it can re- reveal a lot of insecurities, which can like almost manifest into these friendships and issues in friendships. Okay. If you don't love yourself, then it's like you, know, you lack in certain things. You feel as though you lack in such and mm. you can't really project positivity in that sense if you mm. feel as though you haven't figured out how to love yourself and mm. how to be positive about yourself. I do I do completely agree on that. I feel like in the sense of that you don't love yourself, it's not necessarily that in friendships you can't love them. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of people as well who are insecure will give a lot of love out to other people and they won't actually love themselves and I feel like that can't be insecure and you're sort of rejecting, rejecting, rejecting it because you want to receive it from other yeah. people instead of your like your own self mm. and I feel like if you don't love yourself in friendships it will portray in being jealous or mm. being bitter or mm. towards your other friends and not accepting one their self-love and two being able to give them that either yeah. as well yeah. I do feel like it's more important in relationships though than friendships because yeah. 
I feel like friendships are there to sort of build each other's self-love up as well. Like we're there to support each other more. Then I feel like when you enter a relationship, you should have that self-love like unlock. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. you should be coming together as like a strong union instead of constantly Mm. fighting and working. And obviously it's still a journey, but I feel like loving a relationship is much different to loving a friendship. So it's way more in a relationship than it is in a friendship. Mm. Yeah, still needed. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) and I think like, obviously if you do love yourself and respect yourself as well, Mm -hmm. then you won't allow others to treat you, whether that's in like a, 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 like a a relationship as in a boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever relationship or a friendship kind of thing as well. So Mm -hmm. I do think that, you know, it is, I think much more important in a kind of like, um, you know, boyfriend kind of girlfriend relationship, but it's so essential. also in a friendship as well, because you won't allow certain people to treat you in a certain way um if you don't respect yourself you know what I mean Mm -hmm. kind of knowing that actually I shouldn't be treated this this way um you know I don't deserve Mm -hmm. this kind of treatment um yeah yeah it's so cool and it's a journey as you guys said as well isn't it it's like a journey to get there what do you guys think self-love looks like I think first and foremost understanding it's a journey and that there's always more like Mm -hmm. you're finding new depths of it Mm. Um, and that it doesn't look one way so I think that's okay. my point that it's a journey it doesn't look one way and for every single person it's going to be different so mm. if your insecurity is your body and how you mm. look then loving your imperfections is mm. self-love for you mm. if your like insecurity is where you are in your career um, loving what you can do and that you still have your you have potentials to go further in life then that is self-love I feel like it just depends on you and what it is um, so I feel like it can look different for every person. I know that seems probably like a generic answer, but mm. I feel like it's hard to kind of pinpoint yeah, definitely. what self-love, because it's, it's very subjective. It's very subjective, mm. yeah. So I feel like it looks different for mm. everyone. Yeah. I feel like in a general perspective as well, being able to, as I was saying earlier, give love to others without feeling like um, that's going to jeopardise you and your success and yeah. how you are. I mean, the the being, I think self-love looks like you can be so happy for other people yeah. and knowing that that doesn't affect what you're doing in life. And that doesn't mean that what you're mm. doing or how you look is any less than what they're doing and how they look, but right. you love that for them and you love this for you. Mm. I mean, you can give love. You, ha- you have enough self-love for yourself that you can give love out as well without it taking the love that you have for yourself. It's like that whole analogy of like the cup. Yeah, you know, that's what it's like it fills up with water. Um, it like runs over, and it mm. doesn't mean that your cup is any less full. But there's so much running over that it can then fill up someone else. But first, mm. yours has to be full in order for it yeah. to run over. So. so good. Um, and so one thing that you guys talked about um, growing in your friendship. So one thing I wanted to ask you guys, like, how important do you think growth is in friendships? Because sometimes you can be friends or acquaintances with 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 people and it can kind of be like just similar conversation same thing kind of over and over again so how important is growth in a friendship and how important is it to you guys in your friendship as well I feel like it's so important important. especially because like it's human nature you grow people grow people Mm. develop so I feel like if you have this expectation that the friendship is stagnant then I feel like that's when you fail because people grow inevitably people Mm -hmm. will grow and you adapt as well so I feel like growth, like just being able to recognize growth and that it happens and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So as you said, it's an ever changing world. Yeah. I mean, your environments are changing. You're changing yourself every day. Um, you're not going to be the same person throughout your whole friendship if it's a long lasting mm. one. Yeah. And I feel like as like people and friendships do grow apart, and that's completely fine. Mm. It happens. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I think we're sort of lucky that we we are sort of growing in the same direction. Yeah. We do have similar goals and similar like faith and beliefs mm-hmm. and whatever else. Um, I just feel like it's all about communication. I mean, as you said, okay. people are going to be changing and there's going to be things that you used to like and I don't like or that yeah. used to be okay. And now you have more self-love, so that doesn't run with me anymore yeah. and <laughs> things like that. So I feel like as long as you just keep communicating is the best way to be able to grow together and allow others to grow whilst yeah you're growing yourself. and I also think as well like obviously people do change and that's completely fine mm. it's just I guess how life is mm. but I think people shouldn't change how they make you feel so I feel like if you have a friend and although they're changing and developing that's completely fine and it's normal but then if they if the way they make you feel changes to a negative thing then I feel mm. like that's when you can yeah say goodbye to that because yeah. you don't People can change and they can go on with their lives and they can be in a completely different headspace. But if they're still showing you love and they're still supportive of you, then that's great. But then mm. if they're not and you don't like the way they're making you feel, then it's fine to walk away from that. Mm. 100%. Yeah. yeah, that's so that, important. There's, there's a difference from growing in yourself. But mm. as we were saying, I guess it's about the self-love thing. That you can grow in yourself and have self-love for you, but you're still there for your friend as long as you're still there whilst they're growing themselves and changing themselves and as acceptance of them as you expect to be accepted of others then yeah I just literally was saying just retweet (laughs) 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 that's so true and I think you know uh, what you said about how um you know people make you feel is so important and obviously valuing you like honesty um and communication those are like real essential things in friendship and i think another thing we find in friendships as well that can be tricky i think is expectation um mm-hmm. and i think that can be really hard um because you know you might have a certain expectation of your friends and you know i've learned a lot about expectation where it's like it's something that's rarely ever met and it's so true because we, you know, you end up getting upset or like, um, or thinking, or maybe that person doesn't really care for me as I think they should because of expectation. Yeah. What are your kind of insights in terms of like expectation and friendships? And have you guys have to, had to deal with it or have you communicated about it? Like, this is what I expect from you. This is what I expect from you kind of thing. I feel like it's so funny you ask that because I feel like for me, so obviously we're talking about self-love mm-hmm. and for me, expectation is something I put heavily on myself. So I okay. think it's almost inevitable that I then have it in friendships. So I put a lot of expectation on myself in in uni, in my career goals and everything yeah. like that and, you know, where I want to be in life. So I put that a lot on myself and then I feel like, yeah, it's almost inevitable that, inevitable that I do that in friendships. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's perceived as much or if it's felt, mm-hmm. but I felt like, probably subconsciously I do put expectation mm. on my friendships and more so again like how they make me feel and almost I hate to say expectations and what I expect of them but I think the truth is like there is some sense of an expectation that you have I feel like when people when you love someone or people in your life that you care about you expect for that to be maintained mm. so anything that any obstacle that can arise that can disrupt that um it can just make you upset because you yeah. want to have this expectation maintained Mm. I feel like it's completely natural to expect from friendships um as I was saying earlier I feel like it's sort of a natural thing to expect or not a natural thing but a common thing to expect Mm. other people to treat you how you would treat them Mm. and you expect other people to sort of not see things the same way but um yeah at least treat you the same and if I would do this for you so why wouldn't you do this for me Mm. I feel like it can be bad to expect that of others I feel like as you grow and learn and go through friendships and relationships you realize you know what 
not everyone has the same principles and morals so not everyone is going to treat me how I would treat me or how I would treat you that is a sort of trait I'm sort of learning to let go of in friendships and relationships that you know I can't actually expect anything from you and I feel like again it just boils down to the self-love thing if you are fulfilled enough in yourself then you don't expect any them to give you anything else Mm -hmm. so as long as as long as they're benefiting you and you're both growing together in your friendship or relationship then it shouldn't be an expect I expect you to do this 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 but then on the same hand, it's perfectly fine to go in with standards that yeah. I, I do expect yeah. you to at least treat me nice, at least make mm. me feel good, at least support me and motivate me and mm. at least have the sort of fundamental things there, which uh, they shouldn't never really be asked for. Yeah. And I think that's because it's just the fundamental things of friendships and relationships that yeah. are expected. Mm. So yeah. And I think it's good to make that difference between like fundamental things and just kind of standard things and mm. expectations because there should be a standard that if you are friends with someone or if you are in a relationship with someone mm. that that person should expect should respect you that should just be a yeah, standard yeah, really yeah. and so I think it's not confusing the standard to certain expectations like yeah. I expect my friend to to always buy me a big present for my birthday or something that yeah, isn't really like a fundamental thing it yeah. might be something in terms of like Maybe that's a love language for you yourself that the way that you feel loved is by gifts. And maybe that's something that you need to communicate to your friend. Like, you know, I, I, I was upset that you didn't get me a gift this year because, you know, gifts are really important to me. And it's something that shows me um, that you love me in a way. And I think that's hard to, to, to say, to talk about kind of thing. I know I found it hard to kind of express my expectations because in a way I kind of feel bad. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have these expectations and maybe I should just accept kind of, you know, just the way it is in a way. But then I think if you don't deal with it in some way, you're just going to have a really kind of, you know, not strong friendship in a way and not yeah. the best friendship that you can have. You, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like, and as you yeah. guys said, communication is so important in relationships. Exactly. I think literally just communication is key because mm-hmm. as I said about the love languages, everyone gives and receives love differently. Yeah. And I think, I don't think it's bad at all to, to know how you, um, like how you receive love because it's often how you give love as well and mm. although you shouldn't expect it from others there's no problem in communicating and saying you know what this is how I receive love and this is how I would like to receive love and although I can understand that's not how you give and receive it I can also alter how I give and receive how I can give love to you and how you can give yeah. love to me and that's mm. we're different people mm. completely so it's understandable that we're not going to be on the same page for everything mm. but as long as we can communicate and be like you know what because I have love for you I'm gonna treat you in the way that you want to be treated and do yeah. certain things that is not natural to me but I guess over time it will become natural because it's a you'll make it a habit mm. kind of thing. so yeah, yeah definitely I get what you mean about how people you do feel bad and you start to question yourself like oh am I asking too much and yeah I'm not yeah. to do this when yeah. I don't apologize for it at all because yeah. self-love <laughs> so, I mean you, you know that's how you receive love and how you give love and if that's how you want to be treated then someone will treat you like that yeah that's so true and I think also knowing um the person that you're in a friendship with you know what I mean like really knowing them like you know what that kind of person isn't a you know, maybe they're not a caller or a texter. They prefer to meet face to face. So even though I'm a caller and a texter, um, just because they don't text me back, it doesn't mean that they don't love me. It just means that they would prefer to meet face to face. So it's knowing and truly knowing that person and accepting them. Yeah, Yeah. they are. um, I think it's part of the journey as well in terms of like friendships and relationships for sure. 
Um, so one thing that you guys kind of talked about quite a bit with you guys and your friendship is that you felt that it's really kind of God-centered and like God brought you guys together. What would you say is the difference between like God-centered relationships and like maybe non-Christian relationships that you have kind of thing? What difference have you guys found? I see a big difference. I don't want to say I do, but there is such a big difference. I think it's... So I was just going to say accountability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like grounding. I feel like that out yeah of course like I don't love you any less um it's just a completely different friendship I feel like when yeah you sort of have that bond and that natural we are on the same page with your faith like it creates a much deeper connection than yeah. you would with mm. friends that you sort of go out with and meet out for a chit chat and things like that yeah but um obviously when as a Christian you're sort of your life does always come back to God and it should be based on God and I feel like mm. especially having Christian friends is so important because you're always there to Put each other back and to have those conversations with and you can talk things through and seek godly yeah. advice which is so important mm, yeah. also what you need as well mm. so yeah completely different but nonetheless great <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I agree and also it's important to know that you know you have friends for like different seasons and also different mm. things so like mm. yeah I, I basically agree I, I retweet yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I completely agree I just think it gives you such a deeper connected deeper connection sorry and um it's like a different connection as well it's hard to it's hard to explain because obviously as I said like I started going to my church in Liverpool and um, my final year of uni and it was just it was nice for like oh wow like this is home like this is mm. you know I'm I'm around people that have you know a similar faith to me and like similar mm. ideals and morals and like a place I don't have to explain my beliefs because it's just mm. understood. Yeah. yeah so it's nice to not feel like the odd one out and mm. instead feel like you're welcome and embraced and you're also encouraged yeah. yeah, just that feeling of being understood, 100% yeah. that you understand it and you understand, I mean, Christian guilt and we can relate yeah. on that and yeah, <laughs> you understand why I do certain things, why I don't do certain things. Yeah. And mm. you, understand, you just have much more of an understanding to who you are as a person because, yeah, yeah I mean, a lot is based on your faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's I think so it's true. very important. And I think, you know, as it says in the Bible, like iron sharpens iron, doesn't it? And so it's like being around people that have the same value as you, you know, they can kind of pull you up if you're feeling down, they can encourage you um, and they can just walk that path with you as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think they say it's so important to have people that are ahead of you, people that are on the same path as you and people that are behind you as well so that you can pull them forward and you have somebody Mm -hmm. that's walking alongside you. So um, I think friendships are you know, definitely God-centered friendships are so valuable and so important mm-hmm. to your life. Definitely. Definitely if you're looking to grow and be a better person, you know what I mean? That's so important. So what would you say is, um, you know, for each other, like Natalie, what's one thing that you actually love about Liz and Liz, what's something that you actually love <laughs> about Natalie? No blushing now. <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs> I'd say, oh, there's so many things I love about Natalie. But no, I'd say, um, one thing that really sticks out to me is that like Natalie's such a giver but like in all aspects of her life so I don't know because she's like an older sibling and she has little siblings that she's like from young just taking care of give them that <laughs> so I feel like she's almost like taken on this kind of like nurturing role and that's mm. her like she will won't even think twice about picking breakfast you know what I mean or she Aww. wouldn't think twice about like if I'm upset about something, buy me flowers and writing mm. me a card or like mm. bringing tea to my room or like, I just feel like she's such a giver and she's so like caring that it's just mm. like, I don't even feel like for her as an act. Like I feel like for her, it's just a genuine thing. Like she loves to take care of people mm. and she loves to see people. I so said, I don't even see it as a thing. It's just that 
I guess it's just the way that I would listen to love. So it's the way that I, I like to give love. Mm. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, She's a giver. So good. She, I think mine, I've said from um, the get go, uh, your loyalty. And, oh. But basically, <laughs> like, I have such, and honesty as well. Like, I have oh. such security in, in confiding in things. And so good. Because, oh. And I feel like it's, it's one of the first friendships I've had other than like family that I don't have mm. passion at all mm. and it's just it's showed straight away and like it made such a difference and I realized how much of an importance it actually was to have a friend that's like well I can actually open up to you and mm. it's gonna stay between us and yeah um it just makes that friendship even more solid because it's like it's a unit almost I mean it's me and you mm. and that's the foundations of it all mm. so yeah I did love that by you and again it made me become more honest and it made me value even my friendships more mm. um and the importance of you know what I do need to be a good friend too and mm. not just expect it that's so 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 good thank you so much for listening to this episode from relationships are podcast make sure you like comment and don't forget to subscribe because we have a new episode every Friday and I wouldn't want you to miss out on it. Make sure you follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at relationships are podcast and also give me a cheeky follow a synthesizer on Instagram. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from Relationships Are Podcast. Make sure you like, comment and don't forget to subscribe because we have a new episode every Friday and I wouldn't want you to miss out on it. Make sure you follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Relationships Are Podcast and also give me a cheeky follow, a synthesizer on Instagram. See you soon.